Welcome to Becoming Professionally Famous Online, episode number 18. Really excited to have you here. My name is Nicola Morass. What I wanted to talk with you about today is around this concept of value, pricing, and business models. So I was talking to a lady via chat yesterday in a Facebook group that I'm a part of, and her big question that she'd posted looking for help with was, she had this program that was all about helping mothers get their newborns or their babies to sleep, right? Now, I've got three children, two of which didn't sleep particularly well when they were little. So I was just like, oh my gosh, I wish that an online program such as this existed back when I had my kids. Now, it didn't, but she's priced it at $247 and she was complaining, or not complaining, she was asking for help with how to actually get a, a an ads campaign working, how to make it work and things like that. Now, that was awesome. Like the way that she phrased the questions were great. She was really clear in what it was that she did and who it was that she helped. The issue became apparent when everybody, not everybody, lots of people in the group decided to weigh in and give her, in quotes, constructive feedback around her pricing and around her delivery and, and everything else like this. So some of the comments were like, well, I would never have paid $247 or you can hire a consultant for that or why would anybody pay for this kind of help or that's just ridiculous. Why have you got 26 videos? Maybe you need to look at changing it into a short video series. Why don't you just do a home visit? There were all of these questions and comments that in my opinion were completely unhelpful and unresourceful and didn't help this woman fix the problem that she had right at that moment. So the problem is not around the structure of her program. The problem is not around her pricing because let me tell you, when my daughter, my second child at the age of five, month, five months decided to stop sleeping properly, I would have probably paid $2,000 to learn how to get her to sleep because I was climbing the freaking walls. I didn't want to do the controlled crying method. That was not what I wanted to do. So I bought books, I tried to Google everything, and essentially we just persevered. But it was really freaking hard. So if I found someone back then who could teach me how to teach my daughter how to sleep, I would have paid $247 freaking 10 times over. Now, we our money was tight back then. We did not have lots of money. But to me, the value was in my sleep, my sanity my mood. I'm not a particularly nice person when I'm tired and grumpy, probably like the rest of the population on the planet. But anyway, so what this kind of got me thinking about though, was around this concept of how everybody feels like they need to weigh in and provide, well, I wouldn't have done this, or I would do that, or I wouldn't do this, but I would do it in this way, or perhaps you should try this. This woman has been doing this for years. She has experience. She knows what it is that she's doing and she's built her program in the way that she believes is the best way possible to help parents that are struggling with babies that don't sleep. Now, I don't know about you, but you know, my hand goes up, I would definitely pay $247. And in my insomnia, I would probably go through and watch all of those videos, probably whilst lying in bed on my phone, and then try and implement them straight away. 
because why the heck would you not? So I guess the question or the, 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 what this made me start to think about is how often people who are not your market provide feedback to you and then you make adjustments. So this looks like if you go in and start a new business and you're talking to one of your friends and they look at you like you have three heads, right? They look at you like you're an alien. They're like, dude, I don't even know what you're doing, but, you know, good luck to you. Uh, like my friends, I remember I was talking to them. I remember when I made my first $100,000, the very first hundred grand, I took a couple of friends out for dinner and I was so excited and their brains were boggling. Like they did not understand what it was that I did. They didn't understand how I'd been able to make that amount of money. They didn't understand what I was teaching or what I was do doing or how I was delivering it. So <clears throat> we didn't even have a conversation about, you know, what all that was because I'd learned earlier on not to ask them for help or support or feedback. So we really want to be mindful about who we get advice from, who we get feedback from. Now, remember, if you are saying, look, I, I, I really want to charge $5,000 for my program or I really want to charge $97, the people that tell you that those prices are too expensive probably don't see the value in what you're doing full stop. They probably wouldn't give you $20 towards the program that you're building or that you're wanting to sell, right? So let's not crowdsource opinions. The piece of advice that I would actually give to this woman would be to say, look, I am looking for a Facebook ads expert to help me with this. This is my program. This is the return on investment that I'm looking for. Who can help me? You know, rather than, and, and then if anybody said, oh, look, you know, maybe you should do this, go in there and respond and just kind of shut it down in a in an elegant way, but it's also very clear. And I would say something along the lines of, Hey, you know, thank you for your opinion. I've been doing this for a long time. I've built this program this way specifically. So if you have someone that you can refer me to who is a marketer who can help me get results, that's great. Thank you. And bang, like leave it at that. Because what happens when you when we crowdsource opinions, when we crowdsource uh, opinions on price or what you should include or how long something should be, it actually, each one of those little things are like little uh, cockroaches that kind of end up inside your brain running around and eating away and undermining your self-confidence, your self-belief. You, you start to question your worth and, you know, for me anyway, this is what, what's happened in the past. It's been, well, who am I to even create this? Maybe I am overpriced. Maybe I am delusional. Now, the crazy ones are all delusional. Entrepreneurs, I think, are all delusional. I like to believe that everything works out for a reason. I like to believe that everything is all going to be okay. And I'm super, super happy to be delusionally blissful, living in my own little bubble of awesomeness, just focusing on what it is that I'm doing. And I don't really care what the naysayers say. I don't really care what the critics say or what my competition is doing. I just want to stay in my own damn lane doing my own thing and I really encourage you guys to be doing that as well. On the comp on the on the subject of pricing. One of the things that people often ask me is Nicola how much should I charge for this? And my response is always, well, 
how much do you want to charge? <laughs> now, if they say a number that I think is like, wow, okay, I'll have a, I'll do some questioning for them. Now, it might be that it's too low or that I think it's too high, that, oh, wow, isn't usually an indication of being on either end of the spectrum. The thing that I always ask them, though, is how much do you want to be charging? And if they were to say, oh, $4,000, I would then say, so what are we including for that? And does that feel like it's a no-brainer investment for you? Okay, so that's the key here. Things really need to be a no-brainer investment for you in your mind, right? I'm not saying that you charge $30 for a three-grand program, but I want you to feel with every moral fiber of your being that the price that you are commanding, essentially, is the price that it needs to be. So the next part about that is making sure that the value is there. Are you able to demonstrate the results or the transformation that people are going to achieve as a result of you charging that amount of money? And if the answer is no, and you still want to charge four grand, awesome. What do you need to add into that to make it feel like it's worth that for you? So once you've got all of that written out, the next thing that I encourage every one of my clients to do, and, and I, I talk about this all the time at workshops and events, is doing what I call the price calibration test or the value calibration test. Now, what you'll do is you'll have in your mind your offer. So it might be an eight-week program, it might be a book, it might be an audio series or a video course, whatever it is, doesn't really matter. Have that inside your head. What I want you to do, don't do this if you're driving. <laughs> if you're driving, please don't do this because your feet will be off the pedals. What I want you to do is stand up with your feet hip distance apart, firmly planted into the ground. I want you to feel like you've got tree roots coming out the bottom of your feet going deep into the ground. You're going to stand nice and tall, have your hands down next to you. You might like to do this in front of another person or in front of a mirror. And you're going to start by saying, the investment for my program, you insert whatever it is, is $50. And then you're going to go up. You're going to say this out loud, and you're going to go up in increments of $50. So the investment for my program is $100. The investment for my program is $150. The investment for my program is $200. Now. If you know that you need to get to four grand, go up in $100 lots. Otherwise, you might be here till next week. So once you kind of get into the mode of that, you will start seeing as you become, as you get closer to the price point that you want to say, you might notice that your physiology changes. And this is why it's really important. If you can have someone else observing you do this, it, this is really cool. Because they'll see things that you won't necessarily even notice or feel. So the investment for my program is $4,000 and you might notice or they might notice that your hand kind of flicks out or you, you twitch or maybe your voice catches or your tonality changes. What they will be looking for are movements within you or adjustments within you. Now, this usually indicates an unconscious trigger point, all right, around your value and around how much you think that you should charge. You might have it logically down pat, which is why we go, how much do you want to charge? What do we need to include? 
but then we've got to get your conscious brain along for the ride with you. So where your when your body moves, that's the signal there that that's where your pricing is probably going to be around or you, you might have hit your pricing limit. So let's say you've got to $3,500 and you really wanted it to be four grand, but your, your tone's changed or you did a little ankle flick or something like that, then that tells you that that's probably where you need to start your positioning the program or you need to add a lot more value so that four grand becomes a no-brainer, okay? So that's how we work out the pricing. The other thing that I wanted to speak with you about today is around the business models and therefore the pricing with that. So there are two main types of business models that I talk to people about. The first one is an Ascension model and the second one is a premium pricing model. So an Ascension model is where we go from something for free and we ascend up in price as well as in commitment and therefore also probably in delivery. So you might start at zero and then sell something for $7 and then sell them something else for $47 and then upgrade them or upsell them into $197, $497, $1,500, $5,000, $10,000, $15,000, to maybe 50 to 100 grand. So that's an ascension model. Now that model works and it's a very, uh, if you guys are familiar with click funnels, they automate a lot of that. Uh, I don't subscribe to the, the click funnels methodology. I also, it, it, this came about from a digital marketer uh, model and Frank Kern did this years and years ago. So they, they, they always have people being upsold and if they don't buy up front, then they offer them a two-pay option and yada, yada, yada. Now, that process works. There is a lot, of, a lot of people who have made a lot of money doing that, but in order to get those conversions happening, what happens is they, they've got to spend probably about 10 grand in, in advertising traffic, in buying traffic, before they even break even, right? So you've got to spend 10 grand to make 10 grand. And then you start to see slowly that things start to scale. So that's an ascension model. A premium pricing model is where we go from something for free, we have a really powerful conversation with people either on the phone or online or via a webinar or something like that. And then you put them into something that's say $5,000, maybe $4,000 or more. Right, so that's a premium price model. Now, people can still ascend up from there, also called big ticket, high ticket. So people can still upgrade then into, from something from, you know, five or eight grand up into something that's maybe 15,000, up into something that's maybe, you know, 35, 40, 50 grand. So it's still an essential model, but we start at a premium price rather than trying to rely on people upselling and upgrading through that ascension model. So some people will think that one model is better than the other. You can test them. I've tested both. And for me, the premium pricing model wins hands down because I am not sitting there struggling to try and make $7 or hoping that I'll make the upsell of the $47 or the $27 or whatever it is at that lower end. You've got to be okay though with whichever it is that you choose. And you've got to make sure that the pricing 
that you have got around each of those models is really kind of almost embodied within you so that you know that when you say the investment for this is blah, 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 people believe you and people can tell that there is absolute immense value in what it is that you're doing and that you can um, provide them with that transformation that they're looking for. So that is my little rant on pricing and crowdsourcing opinions around pricing and things like that. If you have any questions, you can email me, nicola at nicolamorass.com.au. I'm on all of the social media channels as Nicola Morass. Isn't that funny? Uh, if you have any questions, you can reach out, let me know. I'd love to answer them for you. Otherwise, I will see you in the next episode.